want to go to our phone lines. This segment, always sponsored by God Bless the USA Bible. Of course, it is inspired by one of my favorite songs, Lee Greenwood's his song, God Bless the USA. Good morning, Scotty. How are you? Good morning. I am sitting here celebrating Al Gore's climate crisis that we are dealing with because we have snow and ice, except for the fact that it is February 1st. Of course, we're supposed to have snow and ice. So once again, the calendar and the weather is perfectly in sync. And yet you have Al Gore still screaming that, oh, my gosh, the world is melting because you and I drive our gas guzzling big SUVs. Yeah, it's it's a miracle that our world is ultimately run by God up there in the skies and not by Al Gore and John Kerry, right? And it's still along the plan, as always has been. Absolutely. The funeral of Tyree Nichols is expected, actually, that got pushed back to 1 o'clock due to the weather. And Scotty, I was hoping the weather would be so bad that the VP, Kamala Harris, and Al Sharpton wouldn't make the trip. Al Sharpton, he has made the trip. He's already called our officers gangbangers. And Kamala Harris, we're still waiting to see if she actually makes it to Memphis for that funeral that's been pushed back to 1 o'clock. We talked to you after the video was released on Friday. And when you look at the lowering of standards to become a Memphis police officers, you sit back and wonder, I mean, was this preventable? And it's maybe even predictable. Hmm. That's the thing. I mean, we've gone through the last few years of the defund the police. And I think anybody with a lack of common sense would realize and see what was going on, especially in these urban police forces, is those who had experience, those who were known, who were well-trained, they got the heck out of Dodge. Because what you saw is they were not only facing the assault by the media, the demonization by the media, but they were facing it on the ground as well. The people were feeling justified for going after them. And so when you push out the inexperience and in order to fill the void, just let anybody and everybody in who and not able to put them through the police training that they need to go through in order to handle very tense situations, then, of course, you're going to have situations like this come up. Now, I still believe we might not know the whole story ever going on because obviously things are continuing to develop. But the fact that the police chief is not pushing back, talk about morale within the Memphis PD. And, and here's the thing. Yes, what happened to Terry horrible. It's, there's nothing that justifies the beating that he got. But weren't we just talking about a few months ago, a, a runner on the street that, that was just, she wasn't doing anything wrong. And she was assaulted and, and, and viciously raped and murdered. And then we had a, a few weeks. I mean, every day there are crime stories that are coming out of the, this area, out of this, uh, out of this city. And yet, no focus is going on them. No focus is saying, "Is hey, guess what? We need to actually beef up our police department so that people can actually, I don't know, take a morning run without be- being viciously attacked." And so we're going to go after this idea of, and one of the demands that I think is crazy. I'll be honest with you: the idea that they want all Memphis PD to be removed from any traffic stop. You right. want to talk about opening it up to the wild, wild west out there. I mean, it's already scary to go down I-40 as it is when you have these shootings that are happening just randomly going riding down the street. And, and I have a 16-year-old, just turned 16 last week, and I made him, and part of one of the rules that I made him sign was, listen, there are bad people out there, and there are bad drivers out there. And I get it. If a bad driver cuts you off, 
but you cannot show any emotion back because you don't know what that other person is capable of. We are seeing random violent crime happening for somebody pulling out a gun and shooting another just because they cut them off or they didn't use their blinker. That's the world we're living in. So this idea that the one demand that they have is the Memphis PD pull out of all traffic stop. Talk about opening up just Pandora's box. And my hearts and prayers right now are with the Memphis Police Department or with the people of Memphis because, yes, a horrible situation happened. But for every one horrible situation happened because of less trained police, there are a dozen other examples, plus every single month of random violent crimes that are happening in Memphis. And no, where's Al Sharpton in that? Where's Kamala Harris in that? Mm. Of course not. It's not convenient. Um, you know, I was really... Yeah, exactly. It's it's upsetting to see, and then we wonder why we can't recruit, retain any of these officers. You're exactly right. want to go stateside with you in Nashville. The conversation around drag shows now in the public conversation, and there's a bill right now advancing through that would no longer allow drag shows on public property and to be viewed by kids, people under 18 years old. Now, I would view that as common sense, but that's not what the activists are saying. In fact, here's what one had to say about this legislation, the drag queen and this bill. Um, you know, I was really trying to make like meaningful open eye contact with one of our representatives um, when I was reading a line from the play where Charlotta faces the firing squad and says, what difference does it make if I'm a boy or a girl if they shoot me dead is dead? Um, I thought I saw that person's heart open, but after the session or later in the session, that representative said that my testimony made him sick to his stomach. Um, so that was a little bit sad because I thought that maybe I had gotten through. But hey, at least I made a Republican queasy today. So I feel OK about that. All right, so she got her way. She made a Republican queasy. I mean, the days of Sodom and Gomorrah are upon us because if you can't see, and, and this is nothing against, oh, well, we, we, can, we can go into the different aspects it's about, but this is about protecting children. This is about protecting, keeping their innocence as long as we can. And that's our job as adults, to keep them safe and keep them exposed, unexposed from the world. You, if you want to have these, uh, I, I don't even know if necessarily if I agree with them, but Definitely. They have no place within the education of our children, within a place that children are. And this is a bill that needs to be passed. And of course, it's going to get pushed back. But guess what? There are plenty of other states, New York and Cal- New York and California. Go try it there. What scares me about this is the effect this is having on our children. And this has been the whole goal all along. We first saw it in our pop culture. And now it's being put down where it's right in their face, where they can reach out and it's right in their classrooms. And that is what is scary, because what what kind of generation of kids are they, and where does it stop? Where does this line stop of saying what can kids be exposed to or not? And it scares me to think what ha- what, what they want to introduce into their minds next. Looking at the federal government, President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are set to meet today in that one-on-one discussion on the debt ceiling and spending cuts. Before that, though, here's President Biden talking about the economy. Take a listen and cut one. When the hell has America ever, ever, ever set a goal that it didn't reach? When has it ever? Name me a time. Name me a time when America's gone through a crunch and didn't come out stronger on the other side than went in. Scotty, it reminds me of Kelly Clarkson's hit. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So suck it up, buttercup. Deal with the economy. We'll be stronger on the other side. I'm just wondering what time Office Depot is dropping off their new printer cartridges to Janet Yellen at the Treasury. I mean, here's what is the most insane thing about this. We are borrowing from other countries so that we can give money to other countries. I mean, we either we're really 
stupid or we are the best front ever, front house ever, because when we are giving billions in aid to other countries at the same with our right hand, but with our left hand, asking China, asking Japan, asking other countries to loan us more money so that we can do this. Meanwhile, our own country, our infrastructure is just horrendous. Our healthcare system has no money in it. Our social security, we it's not like we're borrowing this money to make our country stronger. Nope. We are doing it so that we can be the great equalizer and be equal with all the other third world countries. And yet, once again, I do believe that those in politics are probably out shopping for their new mansion or their new car. It's despicable. It's deplorable. And Kevin McCarthy and, and Joe Biden, I'm wondering what they're going to call this. It's not going to be a root beer summit. I mean, what, what, do you, what does the two of them drink together? Ginseng, ginseng tea summit? Yeah. Like, what, what do you say? Uh, the problem is with D.C., we say that we know that they're all old friends up there. The question is, are they actually, you know, mm-hmm. the, nothing productive should come from the meeting, but unfortunately probably something will, and it will not be for in the goal of the American people. All right, Scotty, appreciate you breaking down all the stories from local to federal. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Stay warm.